0: Measuring your business and tracking all numbers and knowing where you are every week is so important.
1: Today we're going to talk about the most important one and a half hours you spend in your work week and this is Radio Awesome episode 7. This is Radio Awesome. Fun, inspiring, no-nonsense
0: tips to sell, market and build a business with only a laptop. Enjoying life along the way. Peter, Eric and Maria share the lessons they learned while creating a successful online business helping people all over the world. Now enjoying the freedom lifestyle from a beach in Vietnam.
1: When you have a business, there's so many things you need to think about. And today we're going to talk about numbers. And I know that for some of you who are listening, numbers isn't your favorite part of running a business. And we can relate because when we started our business, we weren't good at tracking the numbers and we had uh, our Previous company, we did a lot of mistakes, including not being on top of what we're going to talk about today. So we know how this can affect your business, and we also know how it affects your business when you do this the right way.
0: Uh, And I talk with entrepreneurs every week, and they say like, Patrick, what do I need to do to scale my business, take it to the next level? And I say, so can you tell me your numbers so we can look at it, and I can help you. And I, numbers, I... I don't want to do anything with have any uh, thing with numbers. I, num- I hate numbers. I don't like numbers. But the truth is, like it's impossible to know where you are going. It's like you're going to a football match without a score a scoreboard. Mm. It's not fun to watch a football match or look at a golf tournament or or ice hockey match or whatever it is. It's not fun because mm. there is the the scorecard, the numbers that make you make you can see how it goes and how you can improve what you're not doing well. So
1: and it's in this episode we're going to talk about how your weekly meeting is actually the most important one and a half hour in the business. And I know that some people will think like an important a meeting can't be that good. It can't be that important. And me as well when I got introduced to this concept of the level 10 meeting and the the weekly meeting where we track the numbers but we also solve issues. I didn't understand how important that meeting was. But now after we have been doing that for one and a half year, I see how it's helping us keeping focused, keeping on track, actually solving problems when they arise instead of like, like people do, and it's easy because we also did that before when in our previous company, we just run around and, and do a lot of things. and But we're not measuring and we're not really tracking. Is this working? Like this Did this work better than last time? Or did it work less good than last time? Or what is working and what is not working? And it is, when you find the right structure, it's actually quite easy to keep control over these important numbers. And that's what we're going to talk about today.
0: So the reason we started with it was... Um... I have been building businesses up to around one million US dollar a couple of times before. Mm. But when it comes to one million US dollar, I just lose track. It's like (laughs) everything just fall apart. I don't know what to do. And it's like, uh, and the reason is like, I'm not a good manager. Mm. And and when you come up to having 10 or 12 or 15 people or whatever, or eight people working for you, it's so many things to take care of and I can't manage them. and I just want to go back to the, what you said, uh, yeah, and that's also why we started to think about what can we do differently now, because we reached around that amount for a couple of years ago. And um, I started to think like, okay, not do the same mistake I had done two times before. Mm. So we start to research what can we do to how can we solve this? Mm. Um, and I think it was uh, in the mastermind we are in that recommended the book Traction mm. with Gina Wickman.
1: I remember when I read and I started to read the book, I was like, wow, this is all the things that we need. Like, this is exactly what we need. Here we have the whole system because we built built a business to a certain level of revenue, a certain level of people. And all, I also felt like it's getting a bit like out of control because we have more people at it and there's more communication lines and we don't exactly know... Like who's doing what, and we needed to structure our business. And I was kind of like finding the way to structure our business and thinking it by myself. But when we read the Traction Boot, I was like, wow, here is the system. And it's already a system. So I don't have to invent a new system actually people have been doing this before as that was that was very strange but we found the system and we just yeah this is so cool mm. so so that system in the traction book is called the entrepreneurial operating system and i remember when we found it found the book i was like i was just reading and we were talking about all the things that we needed to implement and and th- that's also where we we learned this concept of that weekly meeting
0: mm. and to be honest we had weekly meetings before that's true yeah <laughs> uh, and we had them every week but the main thing, like you started the same, Maria, was like yeah, solving issues mm. because we had so many meetings where it was like uh, just talking about a problem. Mm. We didn't solve it. Mm. We just talked about the same <laughs> problem week after week after week. And just to get in this and we even need coaching to get this mindset that we should solve it, mm. we should not talk about it mm. uh, because it's so easy to just talk about. Oh, we have this problem, we have this problem and then we yeah, okay, we have this problem. And then we, yeah, we need to talk about the next problem also. Mm. And then we talk about that. Yeah, and the next time, oh, we start to get her in time. We need to get all the problem, talked about all the problem. But talking doesn't work. No, mm. it's
1: true. It doesn't solve the problems. No. So so let's start with even small companies. Because I know some of the people listening, probably a one-person company. And does it make any sense to have a weekly meeting in a one-person company?
0: I'm thinking like, um there is so many uh in our niche like or listen listening today. You're maybe a coach or consultant or you're maybe selling some knowledge online. If you have a solo entrepreneurial company, um it's so good to just have a structure on and have have yourself like coaching yourself every week because that's what I'm meeting is hearing is a way of coaching yourself and finding out what you're doing well and not well, even if the team is like finding out what is working and not working. And um, I think, like, when I talk with um, a lot of solo entrepreneurs, they, they don't know how they're doing it. Mm. They don't know if they're better and worse than last year. Mm. You know, sometimes I talk with someone like, yeah, because a lot of our clients are spending money on ads. And they say, like, oh, last year was so much better. And, okay, uh, so... <laughs> how much better? So, uh, yeah, it was better. And and I said, okay, so what was better? No, um, the problem now is that uh, the leads, the price per leads are gone up when I do Facebook ads. Mm. And then I said, okay, how much? No, I, it's just gone up. I don't know how much, but I know it's gone up. Uh, and I have... behind what I made last year. Okay, so how much more have you spent on ads this year? Uh, I don't know. And when you go into and I look at the numbers and we check them, many had just spent less money than the last year and they expect better results. So it's not like if if you are running a business based on paid ads, of course, you need to use more money in ads. To get better result. It's not like it's not, it's not any magic. It's not like, oh, this year the Facebook ads or YouTube ads or whatever is like a lottery. It's so much cheaper this year. So I don't need to spend so much money. It's not like that. It's consequent. It's like you're paying for um, you're paying for a service. Mm.
1: So you talked already about like knowing, for example, your ad spend money, and that's, that's obvious. So when we talk about this concept of, of the level 10 meeting or the weekly meeting where you do things, there's kind of two parts that we're going to talk more about. And the first part is knowing the numbers. And to know the numbers, you need to know, like what are the crucial KPIs in your business? What are the, the, the things, the percentages, or the, the numbers, or the, the data that drives everything in your business. And when you know these numbers, you know, if you're on track or if you're off track, if if things are working as they should, or if they aren't working as they should. So you start with just like, if you are a one person company, then ask yourself, what numbers do I need to know on a weekly basis? That is kind of the, the, the most important data in my business. And if you have a bigger, bigger, team, or if you have a team, work with the team to, to brainstorm what are the most important numbers. I remember already back in, when we did events, physical events, we had a, we arranged an event in Copenhagen with this Keith Cunningham, and he's the business mentor. And he also said, what you can't measure can't be done. What you, was that? Mm. What you can't measure can't be done. And, and back then for me, that concept of like numbers, I was still thinking that um, I, I didn't, I wasn't good at it. And honestly, if you think you're good, not good at it, you can do it anyway. Like this isn't complicated. This is just having the, like making a decision and start doing it because you will find those numbers that you need. Those will probably be easily available. You just need to decide that every week consistently you are tracking these numbers. So we created what we call a scorecard and that is basically like 5 to 15 numbers or things that we measure every week and we have it in a sheet in a work uh, in a Google sheet and every week we fill it out and different people in different teams for us fill out different numbers so everyone is is owning their numbers but when we look at this we can see if something is off so an example is that we track our ad spend because ad spend like how many leads we get into our list is driving how many calls we get and how many sales we get so we know that for the week, like if our ad spend is too low, then we maybe run into a problem a few like some weeks ahead, because we don't generate enough leads to get enough calls to get enough sales. So this is typically a number that we always track.
0: Hmm. And also uh, many says like, yeah, but uh, oh, it's one more thing to do in my company, <laughs> doing a one yeah. meeting every week. <laughs> but the truth is like, if you, have ambition if you have a vision or you should have a vision if you don't have a vision you should start with that figure out what your vision are where do you want to be in 10 years time Um, so a weekly meeting is to help you to get to that vision there is so many if you are a solo entrepreneur you are in many 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 times most of the times you are just employed in your own company it's like if you're a solo entrepreneur, there is no one who can take over your task, do other things. And I think all of us who are starting our own business is one element that is really important is freedom. Mm. Freedom to control your time more. Freedom to do more of what you want to do. Mm. And you can't do that if you're alone. Mm. Uh, so uh, so if you want to get into this vision, you have this big concept that you need to reach more people, help more people, uh, selling more, more revenue, building a dream house, a, a buying an island, moving <laughs> to the moon, whatever it is. It's like you need to know what you're going to do each week to get to the moon.
1: Mm. So so you want to say some more examples of, on the numbers we're tracking, the numbers people should be tracking?
0: Um, yeah. And also another thing I want to say before that, it's so it's so easy. You know, every solo entrepreneur we are selling, we are selling too less. We need to sell more to our client. Mm. And also sales per week is something that you should track. Mm. And if you're thinking, yeah, but I just have three launches per year or I'm launching my online course or my coaching course three, four times per year. Yeah, that's cool. But it's like if you want our business, you need to have income every week, you need to have something and also track your numbers. You can figure out what should I sell next week? What should I do? And and another way of do, thinking about it is like if you do three launches or you have um, one big marketing campaign per year or two big marketing campaign per year, there is also thing you can track from now. If you have one in six months time, there is thing you can track on that marketing campaign to see if you are on track or off track.
1: Mm. Um, For so, example, building a list. Like if you're if you're doing launches and you're building lists list between launches, you can track like how many like how many people do you get on your list. What's your ad spend per person? Um, is there any way you can get that ad spend back by selling them something cheap? And that's yeah. Mm-hmm. Sorry to interrupt you.
0: <laughs> yeah, and also uh, if you're doing social media, how many mm-hmm. are reaching your post? How many are clicking? How many are commenting? There is so many things, but again, you need to think about the numbers that are. Are crucial for your business. Mm. So, getting likes on a post on Instagram or Facebook is not maybe crucial for your business to get more, um, more input. There, but getting a comment mm. or getting someone sending a message because of something you posted is more like that's that's something. So, figure out what kind of posters get people sending a message on Instagram or Facebook. So, it's more about what. what tasks are crucial because there is so many things we can do mm. we can do so many things in social media we can do so many things in paid ads we can do so many things on free content we can do it but there is no reason to do free content and doing this if we don't create create paid clients
1: mm. so 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 one of the really important points here is to measure the things that is key that you do because if you have a sheet and you have to fill them out every week especially if you are in a team and you're responsible to other people then in addition to yourself if you are just responsible to yourself you should definitely do it anyway uh, and take it seriously and do it but when you focus on these numbers every week you also see that oh we haven't done this like we haven't had any focus on this oh i almost forgot about this and so this is the way of keeping you really responsible for all the things that matters in your business. And to give another example of a measure that we do, that we use, we have have Q&As for our programs. And what we see is that the people that are attending these Q&As, they get much better results than the people that aren't attending the Q&As. So we measure the show up rate on our our Q&As because we know if that number gets too low, that it's likely that our clients will get lower results. So we want so the person that is in charge of our programs and following up on the clients, it's their responsibility to make sure that enough people are attending those those Q&As. And this is a typical thing of something that is driving our business because it's it's a it's an early sign that the results will be off if these percentages start to drop. As as I said with the ad spend, if our ad spend is lower, then we probably won't have as much sales in Two to four weeks. So, so there's this. If you can find the numbers that will that will um, show you on an early stage when things are off before the big problem is there, because that's the the the, the thing with the scorecard and the magic with with having a scorecard is that you can track the numbers over time. So it's so easy to see, like, oh wow. Here we have a problem. And, and for us, we have, we have targets for each numbers. They have to be above this or they have to be between this or they have to be like less than this. And for every number, we see, okay, is this on track or off track? And if it's off track, we put it uh, and discuss it as an issue. I'm going to talk more about that. But so. So when you look at your business, it's so important to know what are the most important things. And wh- when you know what are the most important things that drives the things you're doing, then you find the numbers. And when you start putting down and reporting on these numbers every week, that is a way of keeping you focused as well. Mm. So, so back to the, the Keith Cunningham, what, what isn't measured? I, I don't remember exactly what he said, but there was something. If you don't measure it, you don't do it. Like that was the key message. Mm. And, and, it is so important to, to make everyone be focused on the important things. Mm-hmm. And especially like for us, when we grow our business now, we are uh, 13 people, I think, and aiming to grow even a couple of more next months. And and we see that at this stage where we are, it is so, so important that we remind ourselves what is important. Otherwise, like everyone's going away <laughs> and doing everything. Mm-hmm. And and it's the same also, if you are a single solopreneur, um, it's, I, I know that for myself, it's very easy to be busy. But it's not sure, it's not necessarily being busy doesn't mean that I'm doing the right things. So actually having a structure to keep you accountable and to keeping you on track and keeping you actually looking at the things that are important, that's mm. that's the key for the scorecard.
0: Mm. And also um, what you said, Maria, about, um, about tracking numbers so something can happen in the future if you mm. don't take uh, action now. Mm. And that was something uh, I remember when... Uh, we was running the old comp we had. Uh, we did events, so it was like we was building up to events. We were selling ticket, or it was free event, and um, and <laughs> to be honest, ninety percent of the time back there was like, oh, the day after the event, oh, we lost money on this event. <laughs> Wow. But if you track numbers, you can see three months before or Mm. two months before or Mm. one month before. You can take action on it. You can do changes. I can tell a story about we did a virtual event uh, now and we was tracking numbers each week and we didn't reach the numbers. So we took action like four weeks before uh, to change the price strategy for the event. Mm. And that makes us reach the goal. Mm. So if we are just like, yeah, just continue, maybe it will go well in the end. We don't track and we don't do anything and then in the end we'll sit there like wow we didn't reach our target Mm. and we we made our target almost for everything in that event because we did a change Mm. so also um starting to tracking the target early will make you succeed more Mm. and have more control Mm. and i think many it's stressful to have our own business it's stressful to do it to have it but but just having this meeting every week Mm. will make you less stressed I remember I saw an article about that in, I think it was hardware business school or something where I made a survey or a statistic or something like that. So they took a group of entrepreneurs, two groups of entrepreneurs. One of the groups um, had companies that lost money. They was like, they was not doing well. So they lost money every week. The group that had, had a, the owner of this company, they had 100% control over the numbers and the then I com- had group- the companies
1: that lost money.
0: Yeah, so all the people, all the owners in the companies that lost money had hundred um, percent control over the numbers, but they still lost money. The other group was um, entrepreneurs who made a lot of money, but this group didn't have control over a number. Mm. So they they did a I don't know how they did a survey, but they checked out both groups, and they figured out that the group that lost money but know the number was less stressed and slept more better in the night than the group of entrepreneurs that have a company that was doing amazing Mm. but they didn't know the numbers Mm. so also if you feel like you're stressed and you don't and you don't know which direction you should go just having this meeting knowing the numbers and being on track each week having something to and if you're alone it's just to have a agenda each week just go through it just for yourself because you will see things thing that you don't see if you don't do it.
1: Mm. And what is so important as well, for example, I want to say one thing first, we, we are getting many of the people to buy our courses, they come from webinars, they come from live workshops or live seminars. And so for us, it's really important also to track like our efforts on that thing that brings people into our list, which for our case is our live seminars. So now we have a backlog of many months, of webinars and we can compare them. So we have like, here we did one for the Swedish market, here we did one for the Norwegian market, here we did one for the English market. And we we know exactly how much do we need to spend in ads, like how many percent will show up, how many percent will book a call, how many percent will buy. It's kind of consistent over time. And we see that there's slightly differences between Norwegian, Swedish and English, and we can make good decisions based on data. And this is a game changer because in our previous company, we were just running around and we were doing a lot of great stuff, but we never made decisions based based on, based on data. We were just making decisions out of like, yeah, that sounds like a good idea, let's do it. And, and 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 we weren't good enough to say no, because we didn't have the data and because we weren't informed. And we, of course, that was our stupid mistake. And But, but if you have ambitions for your business, if you want to grow a business, if you want to have a stable business that will give you income over time, knowing those numbers and, and tracking it over time and seeing like how you're doing and you will see that it they, like the numbers they they vary a bit but it's not it's if it's something is totally off then there's something wrong and <laughs> you need to fix it so so having this historical data when you do start doing this it's also extremely valuable because you are you are a learning organization and you can get better every time because you know what is working and what is not working and and if you're just guessing what is working and is not working and and honestly I'm kind of I, I guess I was that type of coach that I just wanted to help people so I wasn't I wasn't that interested in all the data and the structure around it but what I see now is that when we are doing this when we are tracking, that makes me that makes my job much much more fun because we have control and because I know what's going on. And because we can make good decisions. Mm. So for example, for like when we started in the English market, in the non Scandinavian market, we had to pay more for a person to show up on the webinar. And and but we made that a conscious choice because yeah, we want to grow to a bigger market. So we need to spend more money on that. And it was a conscious decision and not like a random thing that happened. And we were like, "Eh, what is happening? Why is this? So now we can make good decisions.
0: Mm. Yeah, and and also so many of us, including me, sometimes I'm still doing it. I maybe know some numbers, but sometimes I'm I'm coming up with idea in our company or coming up with a solution for something based on feelings Mm. Uh, and and even if you have a feeling like this is the right thing to do, if you have the numbers behind you, it's so much easier. And many times when I take decision based on feelings or uh, coming up with ideas based on feelings. So we have a CEO in our company that are um, making us taking good decision and she's like, okay, so show me the numbers. And you know, uh, maybe seven out of 10 times the numbers say something differently than I thought. So, I also talk with uh, one entrepreneur who is like a small company, I think uh, two, three, uh, two, three people working there, and they just need, did a launch now, uh, did a webinar launch, and they say like, yes, um, yeah, it didn't go so well. So what do you mean with that? No, it went better last time. Okay, so what was the number last time on this time? I don't know, So, but it went better last time. <laughs> so are you sure it went better last time? Um, Yeah, but how much did you make? I I don't know, but I made more money last time. But you don't know. The thing is, like, when I'm doing this thing, I would made better last time. It's like sometimes we have something in our mind that always think everything is better before. (laughs) Uh, But if you have the number, maybe you're wrong. Maybe you did it better. And this is also something who can kill your self-confidence like an entrepreneur. Mm. If you have the numbers, you can... You can smile more because you know how it's going, even if the number is great, but you have something to take a decision from and move on. Mm.
1: So the important thing is to really, really nail down and work on what are my key drivers like and what will what will tell me if what I'm doing is working or not and what will tell me early if what I'm doing is working or not. And when you have that, you, you d- decide for yourself or you decide for your company to report on these number every single week, every single week. And when you do that, you get this kind of backlog of everything that happened before. And you can see what is going on in your business. And you can figure out early if if you have a problem. And of course, also, as I said, but it's important, so I'll tell it, say it again, to focus everyone on the same important thing. Like if there's something that you want to achieve, if you have a big goal, make sure that your numbers Reflect something leading up to that goal, so that you're actually working and focusing and getting people to work towards the goal.
0: And hmm. um, and you maybe say, yeah, I can find this number, but why should I have them? So of course you need to use them to something.
1: Yeah, it's true. So <laughs>
0: if we go back to the meeting we talked about, so so if we are, we always have a, a number who is like uh, the tracking number for what we are doing, and. Uh, it's like, for example, Maria, you said like we we have a budget on how much we should use on ads each, each week, and we have an issue if you are using less money because mm. we know that if we lose less money, we'll get less sales mm. because it's a process. Many will think the opposite time. Oh, if I spend uh, more than this on marketing, then I will um, then I have a problem. Mm. But for us, it's the opposite way. Uh, if we spend too little money in our company, we will have a problem. We will make less money. Yeah. We will not have a stable income. So if we, use, if we spend less money and you can do that for one week or three weeks and four weeks and after six weeks, it's like, oh, my bank account is empty. I don't understand why. But if you have this number and like, oh, this week I should have spent like what uh, else like maybe three, four, five, six or ten thousand uh, euro per week. Um, I think. Oh, what is the number we have now? Yeah. Bis- that's, yeah. Bis-
1: yeah. that's whatever. <laughs> uh, but, but if last we, sp- week we spent almost ten thousand. Yeah, but that's not S- the average.
0: No. So uh, if we spend um, spend uh, if we don't spend it, we will have a problem. And if we can sit down, like, oh, we just spent thousand, but uh, the target was ten thousand then we can do something with it when we have the weekly meeting. If we didn't have that meeting, if we didn't have that number, we will just uh, go in another place because there are so many things we need to do like entrepreneur and also like a company. There are so many ways to do it. So if we don't have focus on the right things, it's so easy to get distracted mm. and also don't get the result you want.
1: So we wanted to talk about two things about this meeting today. So the first thing that is important is to have that scorecard and to measure the numbers every week. And the second thing, which is important that we're also going to talk about is the issue solving. And, and in the process in the entrepreneurial operating system, they call it IDS, which stands for identify, discuss, solve. And, and if we, when we go through our numbers, and if we have anything that is not working in the company or something that we have been thinking about or an employee not performing or like anything, we put it as an issue. And for us, like because we have been do- using this system now for a while, that's for us, everyone knows what an issue is. But an issue is something that you can solve and it is a problem in our business or a challenge. So when we have our meeting structure, like we go through the, all the things on the list. everything every time there is a problem including if a scorecard number is off we put it as an issue and then when we come to the issues uh, the issue solving at the end of the meeting we are going through all the issues that is there and i'm also adding issues like in the week i just add something because there's something that i discovered that wasn't working or there's something that we need to talk about and i put everything as issues and then we get to that section of the meeting which is most the biggest part of the meeting, we actively prioritize what is most important. And this is a really important thing because what what is happening and what we did before, we had meetings, but we just talked about a lot of stuff Hmm. and we didn't really actively prioritize to talk about the most important stuff first. So the issue solving is a great way of just like dropping all the problems, all the challenges, all the things that needs to be fixed, and then deciding on where to start solving issues. And then we go to what you said earlier, and that's so important. We are actually going to solve the issue. That issue should be removed from the list after we finish the discussion. So we talk about what's the real issue, and this is something we're learning, and we're learning always the time because it's, if you start with, like, we we put things on the list, like issues, but then we start, if we start discussing it, and we haven't really defined what the problem is, then we can end up talking a lot. Mm. So the first thing is to identify what is the real problem? What is the underlying issue? What is the root cause of all this stuff that we want to solve? And then we discuss um, solutions and then we decide on the solution and we de- delegate who is going to do what until next week or the next month or whatever. And, and it's, it's a really effective, it's simple, but it's really effective to actually solve problems and to make decisions and to get the important stuff done. Mm.
0: And, uh, and we are still in a training phase to be better on this mm. uh, because it's a uh, art. It's a uh, uh, art to just solve problems. Mm. I think all people, uh, include myself, sometimes I lo- lo- love to talk about the problems, <laughs> but I, d- I will just like use 10 minutes to think about how big this problem are, or how many problems are coming because of this problem, and the next problem will be bigger because we have this problem. And you can use like, you can use one hour to just talk about problem, mm. but that's not the KA thing is like to be to solve a problem is to be a solid, yeah, be more fo- focused on what can we do mm. instead of talking about the problem. Because sometimes we can use half an hour to talk about the problem, but mm. we just need one minute mm. and then we can use 29 minutes to solve it instead mm. of trying to talk about it. Mm. So, I am and I know from meetings I have been working in other companies before, I think that's something that many companies are struggling with, or also for when you are alone, Mm. you're really, really good to talk about all the problems. Oh, I don't have, oh, I hate to do webinars, oh, I hate customer service, or (laughs) my ads are not working, or, and you can talk again, (laughs) no, my, uh, what I'm doing doesn't work for, uh, uh, as it should, and you can talk about that, it's not working, but, so what should you do? Mm. it's like you need to get to that point of finding out what they should do. And mm. you should do this
1: every week. Mm. So, so, if you have a team, that's definitely like you involve your team in it. In our company, we have a leadership team. Um, and we have three departments, so we have like three different meetings for the different departments and we have one for the leadership team and the structure is the same. We start with the scorecard. We have some other things on the agenda and we end with the issue solving, which is the like where we solve all the problems. And of course, when you do this together with the team, you can brainstorm ideas and you can discuss and you can, you can figure things out and you can make people responsible for, for making like to implementing the solution. But also if you are a one person company, I think it's really important to set aside time for issue solving, to actually solve problems. And back to Keith Cunningham that I talked about earlier, who is a business mentor and he's written a book called Keys to the Vault and some other business books. And he, uh, he introduced to me this concept of thinking time and thinking time for like I, I envisioned him. He had a chair, a specific chair that he once a week, he had scheduled thinking time and he went into that chair to, to think, to really think, and to to solve problems for like his businesses. And as a business owner, I think it's a great thing to actually also, if you are a solopreneur to sit down, and to have time to solve issues and to think about them and, and do what we do with our structure to actually write, write down things during the week that you need to make decisions on and you need to think about and you need to figure out how to solve and then you have some time to actually solving them. So, and, and I, I love that. And I, I was envisioning him like sitting in that chair and like really, really, really thinking. But, but it's so easy to be busy. It's so easy to do things. Mm-hmm. But it isn't always easy to, to set aside the time and to really make decisions. And I know also for myself, when there's a lot of things going on, sometimes it impacts my my ability to actually make decisions because I need to take so many small decisions like all the time because there's so many things. So then it's even more important that I have this, Okay, so this hour, this one and a half hour, I will make the big decisions. I will think about this thing and this thing and this thing, and I will create a plan and I will start implementing. I would start doing it. Um, so so even for solopreneurs, this this structure with a weekly meeting or weekly thinking time is really, really important to solve the, the big things, underlying things.
0: Hmm. Uh, and one of the things with Keith Cunningham, we have all these questions. So we also have this thing you say, uh, a better question create a better answer Mm. so it's all about to ask yourself some good questions that's also about solving problems um, solving issues Mm. if you ask yourself better question you can solve more issues Mm. and you can figure out which directions to do and I think like without a weekly meeting without thinking time for yourself uh, you're just running around and don't know which direction you're going. It's like you you don't have the plan and you can never... Be, because there is so there is so easy to come into this mindset about, oh, I have so much to do, so I need to do this first. And yeah. after that, I can start to think about what I really should do. Or after that, I can figure out how I could solve this problem so I don't need to work so much as I'm doing now. Uh, but if you do it weekly, it's like you you get more into having a, yeah the, the word from us is like traction but getting traction in your business getting doing things so you uh, so you're not doing the same things week after week after week and think that you should get a better result because mm. you will never do that mm. so you need to do something differently and if you don't have time for it and you don't so for me I'm talk with Maria about it today also for me it's like there is other mindset other other energies but what i'm doing each week so if i want to have thinking time i can't go from stressful to right over thinking time i need to have this uh, time between so i get into it and that's also good if you have a day where you are more relaxed for example i i can sit on a on the veranda and look at the beach and have thinking time because I get more clear, I get more like in a visionary place, I get more like ideas. I get like, I see things better. If I just, for me, it's like seeing the sea is the main thing. I just get so much better to um, think about the next step. If I can see the sea, just like visualizing, seeing the sea, seeing the waves, hearing the waves is like, that's something for me. And it could be just a chair like Keith Cunningham said, but having this time for myself, make me thinking about the next step, the next place where more companies should go. Mm.
1: So I think if you if you want to start implementing this, this structure, and I, I definitely think everyone should like if you have a business and you don't have a weekly meeting, just start now start implementing the weekly meetings and and start by defining a scorecard, figuring out what numbers that are the most important numbers that you need to see on a weekly basis and report them every week so that you can see how things go over time, how you develop your company, what needs to be done, and then have this time to think or to solve issues. And of course, if you find it hard to sit by yourself and solve issues, find someone to talk to. Like, even if you run your company by yourself, maybe you can have two weekly meetings, one where you are helping another entrepreneur solving their issues and the other one, they help you solving your issues. There's there's so many ways to do this, but just make sure that you have the time to do this strategic thinking. Because one of the things that is easily ruining a company is just that if you do like it doesn't help how busy you are or how many things you do. If you're not doing the right things, you need to do the things that is driving your company forward. That is um, that is making you more clear on what you need to do, what to need to do, what is working, what is not working. As an example, in our previous company, we did a lot of events, but we weren't clear enough on which events cost us money, which event earns us money, and which events are kind of not none of them and which events can we do more of and which events should we definitely stop doing at all because we, 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 we lose money on them and we need to be as a business owner you need to be on top of these things so if you don't have a meeting structure then get started with that meeting because it can actually be the most important one to one and a half hour that you do in your week because it will take you away from the ah, i'm so busy i need to do a lot of things and actually be strategic about what is important And look at the numbers, have a discussion with yourself or somebody else, solve issues, um, and it is really important. So if you are just by yourself, do it. If you have a team, you definitely should start doing it with your team. And if you're considering to build a team, start it before you build a team because then the people that you bring into your company, they will come into a structure where this is clear, where this is something that you do on a regular basis. So you train them from day one to be focused on the KPIs, the most important numbers, and to report them every week and to be responsible and to help you solve issues and actually discuss all the things that are important in the company.
0: Yeah. And even if we are talking most about sales and marketing, this is something also would drive the sales and marketing numbers, because we have these numbers in the sales department. We have the marketing. If you are just alone, you still need to have some sales numbers, some marketing numbers. You need to have some delivery numbers. You need to have some finance, yeah, numbers. finance numbers. So we need to have all these kind of numbers. Um, so but, but all these numbers will give you a perspective on also what you should do for next, where you should maybe outsource something, where you should ask for help. Where you are not so good, what is what are you struggling with to take your business to the next level? So, it's this one advice I have is just do this thing and start with it, and better if better to do it now than wait. Mm. Just start like a, it's more like a discipline thing. Mm. It's maybe you don't see the point in the start, but when you've done it for like a three months, six months, nine months, maybe or a year, you just like wow. This is one of the key factors that made us grow like the last year.
1: And I also think for me, the feeling of actually doing these meetings and taking it seriously and doing it every week, it shifted my mindset on me being an entrepreneur. It it shifted my mindset on me being a business owner, because I, I went from being like a person just like having a business and doing a lot of things to actually like a more strategic business owner. And it feels different. Uh, of course we have a team so it is important for, for the team but but any person that is taking their business seriously should be serious enough to to do this because it's actually it's making such a, a huge difference on the decisions you make and the like the strategies that you choose because you can be you can be you can have the data and and there's so there's a huge difference between just making decisions based on assumptions or based on gut feeling and actually seeing what data is telling you. And and it's also possible, for example, to backtrack. So so we have an example where we um, last year we had set a yearly goal, and when we came to the quarter, the last quarter, we had we were behind the goal. And. And I wanted to reduce the yearly goal because I thought we couldn't achieve it. But our facilitator at that time helping us implement EOS, She was saying, yeah, but you have the data. So if you want to sell for this much, how many cells do you need to have? Like how many, um, webinar, how many calls do you need to have? How many webinar, um, attendees do you need to have? How many webinar registrants do you need to have? How much money do you need to spend on ads? And just that, because we have the numbers. And we have proven, and we have them in the system, and we can see them over time, so we know they're quite consistent. We could do that back tracking. And this is also like, so if you have a financial problem, and even you have your scorecard, if something is off, you can actually use those data to make the best decisions. And it is a huge difference. And and that's when you start feeling that you're taking your business seriously, at least that I did. <laughs>
0: and you get better confident. Yeah, definitely. Self-confident, because De- you're taking decisions more on not feelings, not what could happen like oh i want to do this or this you're taking decision based on fact mm. because it's fact when you have the numbers mm. it's like a scorecard again you have the numbers you know how it's going. you can take better decision for the next time maybe you lost a match but next time you can win it and, and figure out how to do it so yeah
1: if you did like this episode please do subscribe to our podcast also if you want help with implementing one of the things we talked about today or you need some help in strategy and marketing for your knowledge business, you can book a free call with one of our coaches at www.awesomecall.com.
0: Yeah. And thank you for listening. And uh, we love this topic, so I hope it was valuable and start, do something. Don't just listen, do something with what we talked about today.
1: Thank you.